rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right. What's up? Hello. Oh, my God. So many buttons to push. Jesus Christ. My name is Tara Devlin. Thanks, guys, for hanging out. This is, I see, yeah, I, I start the show. I see Ed in the chat room and Errol, and I'm like, okay, now I can start. Thank you guys for showing up. We, and Stephanie, I see you. What? Matt Getz lost his phone? What do you mean? Is this something that, is this something new? No, no, no. All right. Um, my name is Tara Devlin. This is Unapologetic Liberal Talk for normal people who are capable of functioning in a free democratic society, the likes of which the uh, Republicans can only pretend to enjoy, represent, or function in, whatever the word is, depending on their situation. Uh, uh, yeah, they all suck. Conservatism is, um, is I mean, progressivism, democracy, that's the uh, antidote to conservatism, who are uh, conservatives represent the system the founders rebelled against. I mean, that's really it in a nutshell. But, okay, let me get, let me focus here. Oh, yeah, before I start, I have to, I, w- I want to say thank you all, really. Oh, what, what, what? Stephanie, thank you, Stephanie. See, this is why I need you guys. I, this is this is a community show. You, I don't have a producer. You guys are the producers. The Freds just confiscated Matt Gates's phone. <laughs> oh yes, isn't that lovely? Consider we we've earned this. Considering the how what we've endured, not just the past four years, for my entire life. Let me speak personally. Not, I won't speak for you, but living in a country where you could see the writing on the wall with since Reaganomics, watching this country turn into a uh, what to be told that we're a center right nation, and um, to constantly be. Uh, be bamboo well attempt uh, we're not bamboozled but them attempting to bamboozle us about things like the um trickle down or laugher curve like all the bullshit i've been saying this for years it's nothing but a scam and to have to live in a country where there are many people who fall for that scam and to finally watch, I don't know, some some justice maybe be served. I I, I feel like I've earned it. I want to see Matt Getz be dragged off to jail. I do, and I want to see them all. Really, they deserved it. Nobody earned um, a prison more than the Trump crime family and all his enablers, all of the traitors. That's how we'll know the country's on the right track. That's for sure. If the likes of Matt Getz, Twitler, if they end up in jail where they belong, they are crooks, criminals, crooks. And it's going to get fun. 
oh, to watch. We've earned it. Because to, to endure, not only to have to live in a country where these scumbags are running rampant despite receiving fewer votes, but then to have to endure their incessant uh, proselytizing about their bullshit policies that got us into this boat to begin with, that make everything suck. Everything they touch, they, they suck the life out of it. And they have their claws around the neck of the United States, that's for sure. And they're squeezing. Well, first they're shaking us from our ankles. I see what how much they could, uh, how how much money falls out of our pockets. But other than that, um. All right. Before I keep going, I want to say, I do want to say it, and I will, I will say it, that we got a patron, a very nice, generous patron. And I, I want to thank our newest patron and also tonight's sponsor, who, without taking that extra step to go to patreon.com slash Tara Devlin, uh, we, we wouldn't be here tonight without, well, let's just, let me put it like this. Tonight's show is brought to us by... John Fowler. That's right, John. Thank you, John. No, you deserve more like this. Thank you, John. John, I like that name, John. That was my father's name, John. John Devlin. John C. Devlin otherwise known as daddy to me um thank you john for taking taking the extra step to become a patron and and a very generous one too i have to say thank you um i sent you a note if you want i would like to send you a mug and anything else you might like on the tarabuster merch store and thank you welcome Join us on Discord. Join our... Join. Join. Hey, hey. Thanks. We stick together, we win. This is how we will keep the show going and growing. Thank you, John. Without your help, um, we're done. We're done. We're dead in the water. But people like you, uh, it makes me feel like, okay, we are doing something. We're, we're, re we're reaching people and we're connecting. So... After that, we, all, all we got to do is uh, change this country. And it starts, uh, I, I don't know, believe it or not, it does start with shows like this and the l real liberal media getting the word out about what, uh, about what patriotism is, what it means, to, what is a patriot, what is, uh, what is a fake patriot, you know, right? Exactly. Here in the United States of Serfs and Lords, it's really discouraging that we, this is how far um, over the edge we are, is that we have a bunch of traitors still roaming around in the halls of power. If this were a functioning society, 
or government, don't you think the people who helped incite an insurrection against the very government that they pretend, or they, well, they swore an oath, publicly swore an oath, which obviously they pretend to represent the people who sent them to office, but uh, there's no getting around that anyone who supported Trump's big lie and continues to do so is at fault here to to spread this big lie. And now they're determined to spread misinformation about the vaccine or fear about vaccination. In fact, I heard, I saw some Republican, I'm trying to remember who it was, but he was saying that, hey, I'm not going to wear my mask. Biden said a hundred days, give me a hundred days to wear the mask. And well, we gave him a hundred days and he didn't fix it. Well, if you don't wear your effing mask, so now they're, they, once again, the Republicans prove me right by being uh, people who don't, would, would not do a, a, a single thing to help their country. You see? Their fellow Americans are the country, you scumbags. So, why, why are you so eager to create more premature corpses? That's what I would like to know. Is that, does that sound like the, um, the agenda of patriots? Really? It's unreal. So, many things happen every single day, as we know. But um, I wish something would happen that would make me give me some hope about the republicans but they're they don't have um let's let's just get down to the bottom line they are not a legitimate political party and it's about time we all face that fact all they have to offer the american people and this ain't this ain't nothing this ain't much it's not in fact it's worse than than uh, nothing um all, but all they have to offer is Racism, and that's not offering anything. That's offering less than nothing. That's offering sickness, division. Uh, well, racism, big and bigotry, I should say, because they are uh, on. A, they're uh, at war with trans children. Just scums. All right. My name is Tara Devlin. Hold on. Oh wait, but the Republicans are. Oh, the, you notice they never invite anybody into the community they're always pushing people out and they're always uh making it uh you know who they want to they're always reminding us who they believe are um at the top of the heap but then when you get a real close look at those uh the the who are supposed to be at the top of the food chain they're pretty inadequate hence you know they're uh their constant, their, their desire, I suppose, to keep their privilege intact. Because otherwise, who the hell else? We would all realize how disgusting they are, and they are. So um, I always say to them, hey, it's not that the, it's, don't worry. It's not like we don't already know how inadequate you are. We know. So there's no fear. Don't be afraid that it's going to get out. 
The fact is, it's out already. We know how inadequate you truly are. But, and that's why they cling to the privilege. And here, the re- I'm bringing it up because right before we went on air, I was watching this, another video of, um, and here, I guess this, the thing is that's so discouraging too. It's, you have to walk around with a friggin' body camera on now, it seems. We all should just get body cameras. Body cameras, car camera, everywhere you go, just put a camera. Make sure you're, you have a 360 view, an aerial view, maybe a drone following you, constantly videotaping. So if any encounter, especially if you have some, if you're someone with darker pigment, because that seems to trigger a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, premature death. So um, I would just get a team of, uh, I don't know, go on, maybe on Fiverr, they, you can find a, a modestly priced film crew that can follow you around everywhere and get you from all angles when the police, in, when you're encountering police, when you're um, walking through a neighborhood, you never know what you're going to encounter. Maybe you'll, you might encounter the Hamburglar with a pea shooter, a gun, you know, or... You might encounter, um, like George Floyd. You you might encounter some cops who want to put their freaking knees on your neck. But uh, if it doesn't end up on video and doesn't go viral, nobody knows about it and nobody cares. That's that's obvious. Now that everybody's filming everything, it makes me wonder what what went on that we missed. What offenses have we missed? God even knows. Because if this is what goes on in front of the cameras when everything is being filmed. So today, um, the reason I'm bringing it up is, well, it's just life in the United States now. Um, you never, every single day, there's some other racist video that comes out. Well, it's not a racist video. It's a video that shows just how racist we really are in this country. And I, I get um, very despondent about that because that's the thing that's killing us. Racism is going to destroy this country, and they've, the founders knew that. Well, they, they talked about slavery, that the price would have to be paid for, for slavery. But it was another price that they kicked the can down the road to enable, because of constantly giving the conservatives what they want because the conservatives are whiny little bitches. They always have been, no matter what time. You could take a time machine and go back to uh, whatever, the dawn of man, and there'll be a conservative whiny little bitch whining. And you'll uh, constantly, when when the human race starts to evolve, there they are whining again, whining, whining, whining. And, you know, we're no different now. But um, today, well, I think this will just came out. There's a, Fort Jackson was trending on Twitter. So I went, I was, that's where I trained. That's where I did my basic training in Fort Jackson. And uh, so I was like, what's happening in Fort Jackson? Could never be something good. Uh, but what happened was, it was caught on video, white South Carolina man presumed 
to be an army sergeant uh, uh, aggressively harassing and threatening a black man for what? Walking through his neighborhood. So this is the United States, ladies and gentlemen. It's embarrassing. So a, a young person walking, he's just walking through somebody's neighborhood. And this, this uh, white brute comes out to harass him. Oh, I have the video. Hold on, let me get it. It's disgusting. And it also, you got to watch the kid, the young kid who's being harassed. He's, he can't move. I can't imagine in his mind what he's thinking. You Don't make any sudden movements. Don't respond. Don't react to this, this gargoyle up in my face. Hold on. Where's the damn video? Here it is. Go away right now. This kid is walking around the neighborhood. That's all. Trying to get some exercise, walking around somebody's neighborhood. This is the United States, you know, freedom and all that. Isn't that, doesn't that make you free? You feel free? But if you have darker pigment, the whole goddamn neighborhood is up in arms. I can't even imagine. Why? Gee, they, they all gathered round and saw there was someone with darker pigment walking down the street. Let's all get nuts here. Here. Hey, they've already been called. They're just waiting. The kid says, call the police. And they've already been called. For, for what? Because there was a, someone who was a little darker walking down with darker... It's just bizarre. You should hang on a little longer. We'll Let's see go. how it goes. Then we won't have to get the report by ourselves. What is it you're doing here? He says, walking. Walk. I'm doing that. Then walk, he screamed. I'm doing that. Get out of my face. Jesus. Well, you've been here like 15 minutes now. Let's go. Walk away. Keep walking. Walk away. Can you believe this? Walk away right now. All you had to do was let the kid freaking walk. Why does the whole neighborhood have to come out and confront him? And then this kid is just standing there, like, what are you doing here? I'm walking. Well, walk. Well, fuck off. Now, please, ladies and gentlemen, you know what would happen. Uh, uh, let's put the shoe, uh, whatever, on the other foot. If this was a white kid walking down the street. Do you think the whole neighborhood would come out? This this baboon over here, I'm talking about the sergeant, would come out and and confront a, a young white kid walking down the street? It's bizarre. Why are you so angry that there's somebody with darker pigment walking down the street? I'm happy to help you. Uh-uh. I didn't hit you. There's a difference between pushing you. You're the aggressor, buddy. You're aggressing on the neighborhood. Hey, look, look. Uh, you're the aggressor. He said you're aggressing on the neighborhood by walking down the street. Look at this shit. 
Go about his life and his mind. He's probably thinking, "What's go am I going to end up a, a statistic here? Is am I going to end up the next rallying cry?" And then the guy puts his hands on him for what? Take it out. You either walk away or I'm going to carry your ass out of here. Dude, so what do you want to do? You better not touch me. Or what? What are you going to do? You up on me. Let's go. Walk away. I didn't do anything. I'm about to do something to you. You better start walking. Wow. You better start walking right now. You come after me like that? I ain't coming after you. You're in the wrong neighborhood, motherfucker. Get out. Get out. Where? Where's your house? What's your address? Maybe we should walk you home. Wow. He says, I live here. Where? Where? I never see you. Where? Well, you bet. You want to bet what I can do? I live here. Wow, this okay. country right now, is so sick. Harassing He's harassing the neighborhood, he said. By living, I suppose. Well, breathing. Check, check it out. We are a tight-knit community. We How take care of each other. Hell of a lot longer than your ass, because I have never seen you before in my How life. Long have you been living here? Why does that even matter to you? How long have you been living here? It doesn't matter. You know what? Get the hell out of my face. Get out of my get face. Get out of my face. Check it out, motherfucker. I ain't playing with you. You either get your ass moving, or I'm going to move you. You smell drunk. You want to bet? I'm about to show you what I can do. You better walk away. Walk away. This is insane. Walk away. I'm walking. You keep following me, sir. There's only one way out of here. It's right over there. There's multiple ways down the place, sir. You want to bet? What is he doing? He's just walking. The kid would have been gone. And, of course, this kid is like... he He's probably, in his mind, all of the other names are flying through his head. He doesn't want to end up like... You know, George Floyd or uh, Trayvon Martin or, you know, the, the, and you know, the end, if God forbid, that would have been the case. The right wingers would make this man a hero for picking on a kid. For walking down the street. Are you kidding me? And this is how sick this country is. You see? It really is. We are sick. And I see this, you know, people so tr easily triggered. Whoa, whoa. You see what I could do. Watch this. You don't know me. Don't want to push me. You're going to push me. I'll push you. But this kid was doing nothing. Walking down the street here in the United States of Surfs and Law, here in the land of the free. The land of the free, the home of the brave. Walk away. I've been here before. This whole subdivision. Yeah, I know. Obviously, you've been harassing us for a while now. I already know you, sir. I don't even know your name. Well, get to know me because this is who I am. It doesn't matter. Who are you? <laughs> no, walk away. Get out of here. Get out of here. I'm going to throw you out. You want a belt? 
I can do a hell of a lot more than you think I can. Just move along. Sir, you're acting like a child. Move on. You're acting like a child. It's like that the video we played the other night of that lieutenant who was pepper sprayed. And then the medical, uh, the EMS that showed up and was pouring the milk in the guy's eyes said, oh, see, uh, they're afraid, you're afraid, they're afraid of BLM, you're afraid. Let's just have an intelligent conversation now. Uh, so it's, it was the lieutenant's fault for allowing them to pepper spray him in the eyes. Let's all have an intelligent conversation, like as if that was capable with two goons with guns and guns drawn in your face for no reason. Picked a fight with some random young lady that's one of our neighbors. Get out of here. Then why? Why you picked a fight with someone random? All I heard was you fighting and her defending herself. Hey, come on. What's your name? Yeah, so then these two women walk by, women with darker pigment, and they say, come on, come on, let's get out of here. But so he goes. This whole thing is unnecessary, of course. And they should be embarrassed. What does this man, what does he think he's doing? Who did he think this kid was? Clearly, we know. He's reacting to his inherent racism. That's it. His bigotry. He sees a, a, a kid with darker pigment walking down the street. And he's got to run out of the house like, uh, you know, like uh, the, uh, the, the yapping chihuahua. Well, apparently from complex.com Trace William Cohen writes Fort Jackson, South Carolina said Wednesday that they have launched their own investigation into a viral video showing a white man harassing a black man in Richland County neighborhood or is that Rick Rickland? Yes. Fort Jackson's media relations officer confirmed in an email to complex that the soldier in the video is stationed at Fort Jackson He's been charged with, uh, where is it? He's been charged by the Richland County Sheriff's Department and the Deputy of Justice is also looking into the incident. The two-minute video, which went viral on Twitter. After, and this would have been no, be nothing. It's only garnering attention because, and there will be some repercussions for this sergeant, but... It's only because it was videotaped. How many day? How many times has this happened? How many millions of times has things like this happen in this country? This sick, 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 incredibly sick country. And I mean, I mean, we are sick, and that's a symptom of it, right there. There is absolutely no reason for someone to come running out of their home because a young person with darker pigment is walking down the street. Walk away, he's heard saying. Walk away. Either you walk away or I'm going to carry your ass out of here. And that kid, I mean, that's traumatizing. And in his 
uh, he's a completely in danger that he's surrounded by hostile morons who are accusing him of doing the very things of which they are guilty. Harassing? You're harassing the neighborhood, he said. The, the, the idiot says. You're harassing the neighborhood. But wouldn't you think that you would want to live in a neighborhood where people can go about their business? They could walk, try to get some exercise by walking around the neighborhood without causing a community incident where the, the rest of the morons come flying out of their belfries to confront him for walking? Later, the black man, this is what the article writes, explains he's not harassing anyone walking through the neighborhood I, I live in. This is what he says. And points out that the other man approached him, not the other way around. He also tells the individual that he smells drunk. As the video picked up steam, Fort Jackson Commanding General, uh, Brigadier General Milford Beagle Jr. tweeted that these actions are by no means condoned by any service member. Oh, God. And we will get to the bottom of it ASAP. In a separate statement, Fort Jackson confirmed it was aware of the video, but which has their full attention. It is not consistent with Army values, nor do we condone it. And, well, that's what I thought, too, when I was watching the video, and it said that he was from Fort Jackson, or stationed at Fort Jackson, is that... As I remember telling you guys when I was in training, I'm sure it's not any different now. They are really hypersensitive. I don't know. What's the word? They're uh, hypersensitive, hypervigilant about racism in the in the ranks. And not only is it discouraged, it's there's penalties. So I don't know what they're going to do about that but we'll find out i guess there'll be who knows maybe there'll be some kind of disciplinary action but this has to do with an inherent sickness that runs through the american body politic in general and the american citizenry how will we ever have a functioning society when when shit like that happens it's just think about it would that happen if that was a white kid and you're you know the answer no it wouldn't and that goes to show you how sick the country is we're sick and it has to be addressed fortunate well they're doing here okay reparations right there's going to be uh, the republicans are going to lose their shit but they love this they love that um the the house uh legislation on slavery reparations is uh what is it is poised house panel poised to advance bill on slavery reparations they're going to study reparations and republicans not only going to lose their minds, but they love this because they can turn this into another wedge to divide and conquer the American people. They've already divided and conquered us. 
I'm I'm hoping that we can first the first step in um, fixing the problem is recognizing the problem. So I hope that my show shows like it will help people see that see see through the matrix that we've been um, systematically deliberately turned against each other and i'm talking about especially along racial lines people well some people say well you always attack the republicans i'm I, i'm not saying that we need to um, find common ground with traitors and racists i'm saying that we're we need to recognize the game that's being played and because there are more of us than there are of them there are more believe this it's the truth more people are capable of functioning in a free democratic society than than not so we that's why we will win and why i always say that we are we're on the right side of history humanity decency because it's true and we will win so there are more of us than there are of them. And there are more of us, more people in our, um, who share that uh, ability to function in a democratic society. Maybe they don't, maybe they're not as informed. Those are the people that are, I'm trying to, to reach, the ones who are reachable. The Republicans are, they, uh, they're, they're, they're irredeemable. They need to, I don't know. Just stay, stick, stay in prison or something. Get, get that, get in prison. That's it. So, but as far as reparations, my, here's my opinion on reparations. So, it's good. It's being studied. Great. Wonder. Whatever. That, but also studying something is another way of sweeping it under the rug as well. Uh, like studying expanding the courts. And then it gives the Republicans another another um, something to sow their bullshit around, and it's but it's all always about framing. So we could you could sell anything to the American people or people in general, depending on the framing as as far as reparations are concerned. That's the way, this is why I believe there, there, there will be no reparations, okay? The only way reparations will happen or even will be effective is if they, it belongs to everybody. I mean, I know pe maybe people don't want to hear that, but we have to push the, I mean, well, let me see. How do I explain this? If, see... We're a racist country. We know that. We This country was founded on racism and genocide. This country was built by people who were, uh, weren't compensated. We're still living in the aftermath of these, of racist, uh, of slavery, of our racist history, as that video we just played is a testament to as well. And also the black and white wealth gap and, uh, and the economic disparity, not just between the working class, but between working people of, of uh, different pigments, right? So uh, 
but because we're so goddamn divided it we will never they will reparations if they pass something that is called reparations and it gives it 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 uh compensates people for the to to uh fill in the blanks of uh the of the injustices done for hundreds of years the it will only serve <laughs> in my opinion to to exacerbate the the racist divide in this country i don't think it will maybe i'm wrong but and we can discuss it but i think that the only way we can truly have reparations is to have so things like universal health care and universal higher education okay hear me out make it call it not just call it but call not what's the word call it reparations but with the understanding that not, we're not just repairing the economic crimes we're repairing the the soul of our effed up country and rep, how we repair that soul is by an outward public and unabashed commitment to each other okay the, otherwise it's not gonna work and that commitment to each other w is that we invest in each other universal health care all of that universal higher education we pay our taxes and everybody in nobody out and i mean maybe if i could some i don't know we could talk about this and there are other angles that i don't see but i only I, the the way i'm looking at it right now is that i don't think that anything called reparations anything that is reparations that is given to a certain segment of society is only going to going to serve to give republicans everything they want to help to continue to divide us and um there are plenty of white morons who will who will fall for it they will be um they'll be triggered by it they will they will be they will have resentment of it and it will continue it's going to continue and and it and it will validate the uh, their argument that just like what tucker carlson was saying the other day when he was espousing the racist uh replacement theory and you're saying oh this isn't the replacement theory this is voting rights <laughs> even though it's the replacement theory and he uh, if uh, it would validate what he said basically that oh well you have some people that the government is treating better than other people re regardless of the reality and the history because we know white people in this country 
they're saying it now. I'm hearing it. I never owned any slaves, right? This is what you hear. Why well, my ancestors never did or whatever. It's eh. This country is racist. You're not going to. It's not going to help by giving people more reasons to be divided. The only way we're going to heal this country, and that that is reparations, is by everybody in, nobody out, embracing each other as citizens, as Americans, investing in each other, and also saying that outwardly. You know what I mean? explaining this the reason why we're ha- why we are um finally joining the rest of the world and uh offering health care as a human right and it is partly because we've been too divided we are a divided nation and we're done being divided we're in this together e pluribus unum right and that's that's how we're gonna heal that is repar yes, and Jim on the chat saying do both, right? Yeah, reparations. And I I know I hear you, but then the way I'm thinking is that if anything called reparations, that will go uh, go to a certain segment of society, it's going to it's it's not going to have the desired effect where I I don't know to think about this more i guess not that anything nobody is gonna be (laughs) consulting me on the panel but i damn well wish they would hold on guys hold on guys thank you haiku for your super chats did somebody else put a super chat in there because it's gone i thought i saw another super chat oh yeah jim Jim. So, according to the AP, uh, House panel is expected to advance a decades-long effort to pay reparations to descendants of slaves with a vote Wednesday on legislation that would create a commission to study the issue. It's the first time a House Judiciary Committee has acted on the legislation. Still, prospects for final passage remain poor in such a closely divided Congress. It's going nowhere, of course. The legislation would establish a 13-member commission to examine slavery and discrimination in the United States from 1619 to the present. Well, that's going to really trigger the right-wingers who, they don't want to hear it. They don't want to know reality, the truth. They're disgusting. And they're infants. They're infantile. That's it. Uh... They don't want to hear it. That's why the whole 1619 project from the New York Times really triggered them. They are, uh, I don't know, they're, they're easily triggered, that's for sure. Especially when it comes to any, re, any true telling of the American story uh, or the embracing of the fact that there are all kinds of american experiences not just the ones of the straight white male which they that i i i understand republicans you believe that that is the pinnacle of all stories to all, all ever be told 
the tale of the straight white male. The commission would then re, uh, recommend ways to educate Americans about its findings. Well, (laughs) educate Americans. You gotta be kidding me. Um, and appropriate remedy. Uh, no, oh, excuse me. Appropriate remedies, including how the government would offer a formal apology. Oh, that's that'll work too. And what form of compensation should be awarded? So, yeah, there should be definitely an apology. That's for sure. And that's part of. That's also part of healing to recognize the hurt and to take responsibility for it. That definitely has to be part of it. And I mean, I'm thinking as far as reparations, though, and I guess, what would you do? I don't know. Compensation. That's why I think the only way that's going to work without exacerbating the problem is uh, some form of uh, everybody in, nobody out kind of thing. Where we recognize that the ra- these racist policies are a reflection of our, us, of our hearts. So that's why the policies of inclusion are the only things that are going to really heal this country without... Uh, without putting more salt in in, uh, in an already salty situation. Oh, boy. The bill, commonly referred to as H.R. 40, was first introduced by Representative John Conyers in 1989. The 40 refers to the failed government effort to provide 40 acres of land to newly freed slaves as the Civil War drew to a close. The momentum supporters have been able to generate for the bill in Congress follows the biggest reckoning for racism in a generation in the wake of George Floyd's death while in police custody. By passing H.R. 40, Congress can start a movement toward the national reckoning we need to bridge racial divides, said Representative Sheila Jackson Lee. Still, the House bill has no Republicans among its 176 co-sponsors and would need 60 votes, of course, because thank you uh, to Joe Manchin, the king of of America. Last month, the Chicago suburb of Evanston became the first U.S. city to make reparations available to its black residents for past discrimination and lingering effects on slavery. Of slavery. The money will come from the sale of recreational marijuana in qualifying households, would receive $25,000 for home repairs. That's good. Down payment on property and interest or late penalties on property in the city. Yeah, maybe that's something that could work. Just thinking about, because as far as buying the, um, being able to buy homes and things like that. That's how you build intergenerational wealth, and that's how the white middle class built intergenerational wealth, uh, buying homes, and that was barred to our Americans uh, with darker pigment. 
Other communities and organizations considering reparations range from the state of California to cities like Amherst, Massachusetts, Providence, Rhode Island, Asheville, North Carolina, and, and uh, Iowa City, Iowa. Religious domination, denominations, or dominations as the case may be, like the Episcopal Church and prominent colleges like Georgetown University in Washington. Well, maybe that's something too scholarships and whatnot. Polling has found long-standing resistance in the U.S. for two reparations to descendants of slaves, divided along racial lines, of course. This is, I said the of course, it wasn't in the article. Um, only 29% of Americans voiced support for paying cash reparations, according to an Associated Press uh, public affair research poll. Most black Americans favored reparations, 74%, compared with 15% of white residents or uh, white Americans. President Biden captured the Democratic presidential nomination and ultimately the White House with strong support of black voters. The White House has said he supports the idea of studying reparations. But it's unclear how aggressively he would push for passage of the bill amid other pressing priorities. Members of the Congressional Black Caucus brought up the bill during a meeting with Biden at the White House on Tuesday. We are very comfortable with where President Biden is on H.R. 40, Jackson Lee told reporters after the meeting. The goal here is restoration. Where would we be as a people if not for the 246 years of stolen labor and accompanying horrors, if not for the multiple periods of multi-billion dollar plunder post-enslavement? We must be made whole. That was Cam Howard, co-chair of the National Coalition, Coalition for Blacks for Reparation in America. Larry Elder, a black conservative talk show host, countered in the same hearing that African-Americans have made tremendous progress economically and socially, noting that Barack Obama was elected twice. He stated that racism has never been less significant a problem in America than it is now. Can you imagine being Larry Elder? to get up there in a in a hearing and take the alternate view that you that people like you don't deserve any any compensation or anything they don't even cons- they don't con- even uh, desire or they don't even deserve uh, an apology I'm real well, I will be watching this closely to see what the hell, what the commission comes up with. But that, that's my feeling. I don't know. My feeling is, like I said, anything that doesn't include everyone, uh, because it also recognizes the harm done. There ha- of course, I understand there has to be, there has to be an open acknowledgement there has to be an apology. There has to be a truth and reconciliation concerning race. We need this in, in this country. But it will ever happen 
with these statistics, 15% of white Americans believe that reparation, that goes to show you how much work we have to do in educating the American people to even listen because they've been hearing their whole life. Eh, I never owned any slaves. Why, Why am I being punished? This is what they think. So we have to have a reckoning on race in this country. And I believe the, we had racist policies for hundreds of years for, for, uh, since our inception, I'm just speaking of the United States, but you know, there's racism, systemic racism for millennia, of course, but we had these policies because we are, we're sick and are sick. So, Anything that doesn't recognize that is uh, is going to backfire. It will not help to heal. We need we need to recognize that we're in this together. Ugh, God help us. Maybe I'll maybe I'll hear from someone like Daniel, and he could set me. Give me some food for thought. I was I was going to say set me straight, but I don't think I'm wrong. <laughs> but more food for thought about what the hell. Like, for example, I don't know if you saw today. Oh, my God. I hate Republicans. And this, this goes to show you who they are today. Let's see. Let me look this up. They had a vote today on... Uh, and passing a bill, anti-Asian hate crime bill. And it got a lot of bipartisan support, but six Senate, here, here's the, the treason caucus, Tom Cotton, Ted Cruz, Josh Hawley, Roger Marshall, Rand Paul, and Tommy Tuberville. That's like my dinner in hell, my dinner dates in hell. Could you imagine living with the likes of Tommy Tuberville. Six senators just attempted to block a bill that would target hate crimes against Asian uh, Pacific Islander people in the United States. Why? What would it do? What, 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 What was the purpose? Because they don't want to alienate their racist base. What else? Why would you vote against a bill that is recognizes the this wave of anti-Asian hate crime across this country? But you see, uh, it's the Republican way, the politics of exclusions. Every forget everybody in, nobody out. It's who's in, who's out. Today. And they and it will change. Like right now, and we've talked about this before, but I often wonder who in the future, when they've squeezed all of the hate that they can out of their attacks on trans people, who are they gonna go for next? Exactly. They're having a so here's from the Atlantic. The Republican Party finds a new group to demonize. 
The recent wave of anti-trans legislation follows a decades-long pattern of the GOP targeting those they think lack the numbers of votes to properly fight back. Aren't they brave, the Republicans? Always targeting people that they think won't, don't have the power to do anything about it. That's how disgusting they are. And it reminds me when Barack Obama, when he was trying to build coalitions with these monsters, when he was trying to pass Obamacare, and he, remember he went and he spoke to these Republicans at their Republican lunch, and they and he had a debate with them about health care, and if, he wiped the floor with them. And back then, you know... The it was the same arguments. Who's in? Who's out? I got mine. What do we? You know, sucks to be you, but oh well. So here's from uh, Adam Sewer from the Atlantic. Ken Malcolm. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Mel Melum. Yes, Ken Melum wanted to apologize. Speaking with the Atlantic's Mark. M. Binder in 2010, the former RNC chair came out as gay and acknowledged that despite being a party leader, he had not worked against the GOP strategy of setting up anti-marriage equality referendums in key states prior to the 20, uh, 2004 election. Oh, now I remember him. Melman, Ken Melman. How could I forget him? I remember at the time being, and when they came out of the closet, I was like, oh, now you come out of the closet. That's so typical of Republicans. It really is. When all the work is done, when they have needlessly killed people, when um, the, you know, there are hate crimes against gays, uh, gay kids killing themselves. Ken Melman was all the, more than happy to go along. But then he came out. All right, Melman said at the time he could not, as an individual Republican, go against the party consensus. That Now, let's remember, the party consensus was that gays were not equal citizens, that they were, in fact, lesser citizens and didn't deserve the same equal protection under the law. In fact... They wanted to enshrine in the Constitution that gays were lesser human beings and, and thus deserving of less legal protection and freedom, the, such as the freedom to form a legal marriage contract with somebody of the same peepee. Now, I wonder what Republicans would think. You know, there are a lot of soldiers they send to die in their illegal wars of corporate aggression, but some of them come home maimed, and maybe some of them even got mutilated, and there are horrible stories of of uh, soldiers stepping on landmines and being castrated, where not having, uh, losing their their legs, their ability to to have children, so to speak. And what do, what do Republicans say about that? If you don't have a peepee, can you still have a for, can you still form a legal marriage contract? But anyway, that's a that's one for the ethicists. So 
Melman uh, added that often he often wondered why gay voters never formed common cause with Republican opponents. What? <laughs> which he oh, opponents of Islamic jihad, which he called the greatest anti-gay force in the world. The interview represented a shift in conservative politics as the Republican Party moved from demonizing one group of Americans to another. The time for blaming the nation's problems on gay people was over. Now it was time to come together as a country and blame our problems on Muslims. For the past 30 years, the GOP has pursued a consistent strategy. Find a misunderstood and marginalized group, convince voters that the members of that group pose an existential threat to society, and then ride to victory on the promise of using state power to crush them. This is a, the same old cycle. Rinse, repeat. Rinse, repeat. Now it's trans kids. As president, George W. Bush had courted both Muslims and Latinos as part of his coalition, which somewhat restrained the, the right nativism, but that changed following Obama's election, after which the Republican Party embraced harsh anti-immigrant and conspiratorial anti-Muslim policies. Republicans today are focused on using the state to discriminate against trans people. In 2004, gay people were the GOP's target. Melman told Mbinder that Bush's political advisor, Karl Rove, had been working with Republicans to make sure that the anti-gay initiatives and referenda would appear on November ballots in 2004 and 2006 to help Republicans. Do you hear how disgusting, disgusting they are? We knew this, and we know this. We knew it at the time. They were putting anti-gay ballots on all over the country so that would motivate their their hate mongering base that's how gross they are could you imagine being motivated that's what you're motivated by you're not motivated by having a functioning society nice roads nice schools nice society nice place to live nice libraries nice walks in clean environment. No, you're motivated. You get out of bed. You wait online. You go to vote. You get your little I voted sticker so other human beings will be separated from the inner circle. Ugh, God. From 2004 to 2010, for support for gay marriage increased from 31% to 42%. The military's ban on openly gay service members would be repealed that year. Although the Republican Party would continue to oppose marriage equality, it had become clear that the party had to find a new target, one with fewer political allies. And there you go. In fact, it already had. Melman's remark to Mbinder about the Republican opponents to Islamic Jihad was a, non, a nod to the political climate of the 2010s. By that time, Republican legislatures were embracing the anti-Muslim conspiracy that the imposition of Taliban-style Islamic law in America was imminent. 
Okay. Also during this period, Republicans pursued a, a series of draconian anti-immigration laws modeled after Arizona's SB, remember this, 1070, criticized by immigration advocates as the show me your papers law. Well, they always have such good ideas, Republicans, aren't they? They're always so great when it comes to making a civilization work for all. I'm so sick of them. God, I can't, if, when I think about it, I often wonder, what the hell? Would I be happier the hell out of here? What kind of a life? Would I, what would I be doing if I was in another, you know, obviously Western country, but I, I, other countries do suck more than this, but we have so much work to do here. And weeding through the denial of just how filled with hate we really are. Will we reach a tipping point? This is what I hope. I hope with Trump that him being the overt, disgusting fascist that he is and the traitorous Republicans, that the American people will have that the, you know, the majority, because we are in the majority, that we will use it as an opportunity to to bring on the new progressive era to fix what is broken at least to start to try to try I mean, and what's wrong with trying right but the republicans how are we ever going to fix it with these people who don't even recognize the problem and they keep playing the same old playbook against a new target it's exhausting. Just when we fi we finished fighting with them, and well, they have they gave up finally, because they're not getting the same results. Bashing gays, oh, they still do it, but it doesn't ring as uh, as threateningly eminent. There's no we. It, it's laughable. People know that uh, marriage equality isn't the end of, uh, of, of civilization as you know it. Uh, could you remember all of the fear-mongering about marriage equality? All of that bullshit we had to endure. I, I swear to God, my whole life I've been enduring Republican lies and bullshit, fears, Saying all of this is, this will happen if that happens. If we can't do, like, everything they talk about never comes to fruition. Well, well what happened? Where's all the exploding marriages? We have marriage equality. How come nobody ever holds them to account when we look back in retrospect? Well, well, Republican, well, Mitch McConnell, well, Lindsey Graham, well... Pick a number. Whatever. Take a name out of a hat. Well, any one of you. How come all of those fear-mongering lies never came to fruition? Nothing happened. Everybody's going on with their freaking life. Except some people, and we're actually more free. Because we can have, people can form legal marriage contracts without a filthy Republican looking down your pants. This really 
But nothing ever, they're never held to account. Being a Republican means never saying you're sorry and never having to take responsibility. Why doesn't anybody say to them, why? Show me did, uh, all of your lies, all of the fear you used to prevent progress and, and humanity and decency and dignity and democracy, all of those fears that you insisted were going to happen, never happened. What's, what, what's your excuse? Aren't you ashamed? Aren't you embarrassed? How should we believe you now? So now you're telling us how, what a disaster it is if trans kids play sports. They make me sick, these Republicans. It's just so vile and hurtful that they have to go stick their filthy Republican faces and sick, excuse me, hearts into everything and make it worse. Make people's lives worse. Make them feel bad. Make families have more problems. It's hard enough having to deal with all of the lies that they peddle constantly, all of the misinformation, the confusion that they, that they sow about targeted, their targeted minority group du jour. It's hard enough for those families that have to live in this fucked up country with their fucked up neighbors who, who, who proclaim Jesus wants you to have a, your, if he wanted you to wear a dress, he would have given you a, a dress peepee for a dress. Shut the fuck up. With the, I mean, uh, your infants. Jesus Christ, but why? How come nobody ever asks? I'm asking the, the Republicans, explain yourselves. All of, I, I got to do an article about this. I should really write this myself. But all of the, the fears from, pick a topic from Obamacare to whatever, to Socialist Security, to Medicare, to the GI Bill. The, the Republicans said, well, the conservatives, I should say, said that the GI Bill would, it would make the uh, returning service person, man, I'm sure they said at the time, um, it would be, it was uh, lazy that they would they were missing an opportunity to to make the economy grow through the labor force that was being unleashed you know but because the republicans they they don't see past their own eyelashes unless they're looking in the mirror at themselves so they didn't see a gi bill as an investment that helped propel the white American middle class it helped create the American the white American middle class but everything that they talked about what, what about um, Ronald Reagan's his famous LP that he created about how Medicare was uh, gonna be is the uh, gateway to tyranny 
Everything's a fucking gateway to tyranny to these scums, except the actual gateway to tyranny. Right? Except the real gateways to tyranny, like the Josh Hawleys, like the big lies of the world, like the like making a tax cheating, draft dodging con man who peddles big lies while holding secret meeting with anti democratic foreign dictators, of which he he confiscates the transcripts. They make that scumbag their standard bearer. So. Everything's the gateway to tyranny, except the actual gateways to tyranny. So, well, let's ask the Republicans. How come? How, where's your... Uh, what was this? Uh, what did Reagan say? What, if we pass Medicare, there will come a time when you'll say to your kids, once they're, I don't know, fucking people were free. Something stupid. That's what they said. Remember when people were free to free to die. Remember when old people, the number one cause of death for old people were hypothermia and malnutrition? Fucking Republican. That's the Republican way. That's when you were free. That's when men were free. Of course, it's always men were free, right? Oh, God. They're free. And what does that mean? To them? They're, they're not free unless they could screw somebody. Literally and figuratively. They're not free. Look. The camera just went. I know. I know all about it. I'm trying to fix it. Look at me. I look like hell. Look like hell warmed over. Oh, well. What are you going to do? That's life. It could be worse. We will all look back one day and say, remember when men were free. And Obamacare, remember? Oh, it's uh, death panels. Tyranny. Meanwhile, we have fucking death panels. It's called Aetna. Jesus Christ. So, here, here, here. Where is it? Uh, eh, eh, eh. Let me see. Again and again? This is from the Atlantic still, that article I was reading. Uh, by Adam Serwer. Where is it? Again and again, Republicans have targeted groups they believe are too small or too powerless to spark a costly political backlash. By attacking them, the GOP seeks to place Democrats in a political bind. If they decline to bow to demagoguery, Democrats risk losing, looking either too culturally avant-garde for the comfort of the more conservative voters who support they need to remain viable or too preoccupied with defending the rights of beleaguered minorities to pay attention to bread and butter issues that matter to the majority. Well, that's what the Republicans, that's why all they have is divide and conquer. They don't, they're not worried about the bread and butter issues. There's no bread and butter issues. They only whine about that. Oh, kitchen table issues. I'm so sick of that term. 
when they're, they're only whining, whining about it when they're on Fox News and pretending to be the party of the people now. It's fascinating how Republicans think they're the, well, how some dum-dums think they're the party of the people. Why? They're the party of the people because their standard bearer doesn't know how to spell Y-O-U-R apostrophe E. <laughs> Y-O-U, oh, you know what I mean, apostrophe R-E. That's why they're the party of the people because they got an ignoramus as a standard bearer who likes to grab them by the pussy. That's what makes them, oh, he's just like us. That's the party of the people. Not that the people need a living wage, retirement security, decent middle-class life. That's neither here nor there. The, the middle-class, the people, they, they can live on hate. That's it. Give them enough hate. And they will accept anything. You Any bullshit you peddle, give them enough hate. And a clown as a standard bearer who's just like them, just as shitty, stupid, ignorant, willfully ignorant. He's even more. He's worse. That's a, He is even worse of a willfully ignorant ghoul than the average ghoul. Republican run-of-the-mill average Joe ghoul because he's willfully ignorant. He had everything handed to him, and he's still an ignorant, illiterate scumbag. So the Republicans, well, they got is hate. All they got, that's it. That's what they offer. They're not, they're not offering upward mobility. They're not offering health care, education. They're not offering infra- infrastructure. Are you kidding me? Infrastructure became a joke to them. Haha, <laughs> it's infrastructure week again. Now that it's actually infrastructure week, they don't know what to do. They got, well, you know what? Excuse me, that's wrong. They do know what to do. They got more hate for you. He would open up your mouth like your little baby bird, hate-mongering hate baby bird that wants to put some more. Hey, Mama, put some hate in my beak. That's them. As that video we played at the beginning of the show can, is testament. What kind of a person, you see, that's a, that's a sick person. What kind of person is sitting in their house, sees someone with darker pigment walking down the effing street and runs out of their house to confront them about it. What kind of a sick mind does that? What is he like washing dishes and and he runs out to join the gang, the mob of morons. Who don't, this doesn't look good. You're never going to age well, scummy, like that. And you think you're right? He'll, don't worry, he'll be speaking at CPAC next year. He'll, they'll, he'll be signing, like uh, George Zimmerman signs, he gives his autograph on bags of Skittles, the fucking disgusting piece of shit i mean there's no else uh, other way to say it how sick what kind of a sick country is this where 
scumbags murder young young men in cold blood and then they develop a fan base from it the conservatives make them heroes they become speakers and and celebrities celebrity appearances are made at the local uh, disgusting conservative convention whatever they call it. I mean it's so vile they're vile so look for that sergeant uh, all of them the forever aggrieved war criminals fascists racists bigots scumbags bullies I mean that's the thing that is so vile about the republicans is that they are the typical bully if only, really, if only they were the Christians they proclaimed to be. Really? Of course. Then they'd shut their filthy fascist mouths. They would do, be doing something to help society. Yeah. You would hope if they were true Christians. Now, I know some people that actually are Christian. And they follow that ancient socialist hippie who helped people, gave out health care, told people not to be dicks to others. That's about it. Jesus Christ. But it's all a strategy, right? There's no strategy to make, make a more perfect union. There's no strategy to heal this effed up sick country they don't give a shit because they don't care who's stressed out who has ptsd not never mind that we all have it living in this country i don't know how you can't have it we all have ptsd here you can't go to a supermarket here without taking your own life in your hands you can't walk down a street. If you have darker pigment, you can't go for a jog. You can't go for a drive. You can't go for a walk. What are you, you going to do? You're supposed to stay in your place. And, you know, they don't like uh, these white privileged wh whiners. Th they're a lost cause. They are the lost cause. There's still the lost, and I'm sure that that asshole sergeant who ran out to confront somebody for walking down the street here in the land of the free. He probably thought he probably is saying this right now. He's probably going, I'm not racist. They called him up in front of his commanding officer. I'm not a racist sure he's going to deny it, deny it. He might even think he's not a racist. Of course you're a racist. I mean, obviously he's not writing laws. He's not, he's benefiting from, uh, from the racist ass history of this country. That's for sure. But if you're running down out of the street, out of your house to confront somebody for walking down your street... He wasn't doing anything. He's just fucking walking, getting some exercise. That's, that's the, isn't that freedom? America? Oh, freedom isn't free. Well, yet again, it's another example of what I, what I always say. Republicans, 
you don't count to them. Either you are a straight-acting white male at the top of the food chain, or you're a a straight-acting white male admirer, right? Or you don't count. If you're somebody, if you're a female, if you're somebody with darker pigment, if you are someone who is uh, foreign-born, you don't count. You're not a real American. You're not a real American. See, you're only an American when they say you are. And they and when you when you get to be an American in their eyes is when you completely validate their bullshit. When you act as a human shield for them willingly. When you agree with with their with their superiority. When you agree that no, no, no. It's not the straight-acting white male patriarchy power structure that sucks. It's, uh, it's that, you know, it's everybody else that challenges it. That's the real problem. People not knowing their place. But here, let's continue with this article. Where is it? Just to remind you, from the Atlantic, Adam, Adam Serwer. Where is it? Um, again and again, Republicans have targeted groups they believe too small or too powerless to spark a costly political backlash. By attacking them, the GOP seeks to place Democrats in a political bind. And I read this already, but... If they decline to bow to demagoguery, Democrats risk looking either too culturally avant-garde for the comfort comfort of the conservative voter and or too preoccupied with defending the rights of a beleaguered minority, which should be all of our preoccupations, by the way. If you're an American and you're not defending the rights of a beleaguered minority, you're on the wrong side, all right? And I'm talking, I'm not talking about, I'm talking about actual humans, not, uh, not people like animal abusers or pedophiles. They'll say, well, why don't you defend the rights of uh, Nambla? No. Because first you start defending this right, and then it, where does it stop? If, um... Let's just put it this way. Republicans... If Republicans are targeting it, you better believe that... The, I mean, that the, whoever they're targeting is uh, doesn't deserve it. That's for sure. I mean, Matt Getz himself voted against the uh, human trafficking bill. So, you know what I mean? All right. Uh, Let's see. This strategy worked in the past. President Bill Clinton, who signed the federal statute outlawing same-sex marriage. Remember that? In 96, was no Republican. I remember that. Oh, my God. Don't I ever. 
the betrayal. I remember. I re- oh God, I remember because I was a young gay at the time when Bill Clinton was running for office, and I remember watching his speech and and hearing him for the first time, hearing a president or a presidential contender at the time. Uh, he was giving a speech and saying how here in the United States we we too often look at those. Yeah, he was picking out minority, those black people, those Latino people, those gay people. I remember him saying that, those gay people, because I was like, who? Because that that was a first to include a a member um, of a targeted minority group, of which I was a member of, an M, and that was, (laughs) but thinking wow that's great finally someone who can who's standing up for this fucking bullshit this hate uh, standing up against it and what happened don't ask don't tell that was clinton and uh and in spite of see this is the other thing with don't ask don't tell the military itself had done if i'm uh, if i remember incorrectly four different extensive internal studies on gays in the military on opening up the ranks to everyone and their own internal studies found that no it doesn't affect unit cohesion and everything that they were saying everything that we hear uh, that the republicans or the conservatives push all of the fears and excuses that they use to divide people against that uh, at the time the gays the the minority group du jour that none of it was real that it didn't do all of the bad things that all of the conservatives argued it did just like we were saying, nothing that they argue comes to fruition. It's all bullshit. It's all a means to keep people sick. And still, Bill Clinton signed uh, the Don't Ask, Don't Tell. Under knowing that it was bullshit. Why? Why did he do it? To appease the conservatives. And here we are. Hence, yet again, another example of liberal so-called he's not a liberal bill clinton is no liberal we know that but so people who are who know better appeasing or pandering to to evil this what the right what's right what's right is right right and there's no uh, middle ground there's right and wrong in certain circumstances and it is wrong to target minority groups for hey, for, because you're you're trying to win votes. Use your bully pulpit to say I'm sorry. It's not okay. And oh, oh yes, I forgot. Yes, it's all the religious bullshit. Well, if your religion requires you to hate a minority group, then you better get another religion because your religion sucks. And that God, if you're blaming a God for your, for your hate, you're targeting a minority group, then you got a pretty puny God. But we're still dealing with this shit. 
How many people have had had died? How many people committed suicide listening to this shit? Makes me sick. Yeah, President Bill Clinton signed the federal statute outlawing same-sex marriage <sighs> in 96. It was no Republican. Many people across the political spectrum accept the premise that defending a marginalized group's civil rights is quote-unquote, identity politics, while choosing to strip away those rights is not. In 2004, Republicans pursued a good cop, bad cop strategy. Bush sounded notes of tolerance and acceptance in public while Republican strategists pushed an anti-gay agenda behind the scenes. In 2012, the party's presidential nominee, Mitt Romney, ran to the right of Bush on both immigration and LGBTQ issues in order to prove that he was severely conservative. And that sounds sort of like general warts to me, you know, severely conservative. Sounds like herpes. Sounds like something, an outbreak of a, a rash. In 2016, the Republican base wanted a nominee who would sound their hatreds with a foghorn rather than a dog whistle. Trump obliged, promising to ban Muslims from coming, coming into the United States and, built a, and build a wall of, of, uh, with Mexico. Trump previously mocked Romney's harsh self-deportation policy as maniacal. Blah, blah, blah. That brings us to 2021. Republicans have lost the fight over marriage equality so decisively that some now pretend to... Some pretend not to have vigorously opposed it in the first place, of course. This goes for Democrats, too. Much to the, to the alarm of many religious conservatives who are their most dedicated supporters. The fight over immigration is locked in a stalemate because Trump showed national Republicans that embracing nativism is less politically costly than they had supposed. So that, yeah, that they might as well just go full fascist then. Look at Trump showed them the way to be who they really were inside. So some people come out and they come out of the closet. Some people come out and, they, and they're trans. They finally accept their true selves. And Republicans, where uh, on the other hand, they have accepted their full fascist self. It's out, right? It's out in the open now. While some people are celebrating their transversary, Others, Republicans, are uh, got their fists in the air. Yeah! Finally, let your fascist flag fly. Oh, God. Anti-Muslim animus has hardly disappeared, but it's no longer as useful a tool to oppose the current leader of the Democratic Party, an elderly Irish Catholic man. Yeah, they ha they're having a hard time with that one. Conflicts between civil rights and religious freedom can certainly present thorny legal dilemmas, blah, 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 especially if your religion sucks. All right, here we go. And Republicans have conjured a new existential threat, trans people, a tiny segment of the population that is nevertheless 
the subject of a full-blown panic. Earlier forays into anti-trans politics resulted in backlash, with North Carolina's infamous bathroom bill being repealed. But Republicans have since redoubled their efforts with particular emphasis on so-called protecting children. Fuck you! What about the trans children, you scumbags? You're not protecting anybody. You're making hateful little monsters, self-loathing monsters, people who are afraid to live authentic lives. What about the children? Well, what about the children? Knowing that they're living in a safe community, that they could be themselves, whatever that may be, and that they deserve to, to be valued and embraced. No matter what. what, what what a beautiful world that would be. What a nice society that would be to live in. What about the children? I'm worried about children growing up to be douchebags. How about that? I don't want to live in a country with a bunch of children douchebags who turn into adult douchebags, horrible people. What about teaching kids tolerance, inclusion, diversity, freedom? Freedom to be yourself. Courage, you stupid scums. Republicans. Yes, um, protecting children, a familiar echo of their opposition to the civil rights of gays. Okay? Same recycled bullshit. And, and, and when we can go back in time, when they opposed marriage or integration, marri- or oh, they call it miscegenation, right? You couldn't marry somebody with darker pigment? Fucking ridiculous. They said the same thing. What about the children? <sighs> Never mind the children growing up to be hate-mongering scumbags. Republican legislatures, legislators, excuse me, in Arkansas just passed a ban on, this is disgusting, a ban on gender-affirming medical care for trans youth, overriding the governor's veto. And Alabama is on the verge of passing a similar ban. And this also affects people that are in the middle of treatment. So if you live in Arkansas, I feel sorry for you. I really do. But Republicans, I thought they were small government. Oh, no, they, they're, they, they're full of shit. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Now they want to use government to get in between a family, a child who's trying to live a day at a time, and their doctor. They, I, I, you would think they know a little bit more about how to care for their child than the fucking Republican legislature who, who just came in and pulled the plug on all of their treatment. The Republican small government legislature says they know better. They know better than you. They know better than the... the, Isn't this the cry of the Republicans? Liberals think they know better. They're trying to tell you what to do. 
Like what? We're trying to what? Tell you that you deserve a living wage, health care, and a decent middle-class life, and to be valued and live in a society where uh, you live and let freaking live? Oh, my God. Where is this? Uh, yes. Republican legislators in North Carolina have proposed legislation that would go even further, forcing state employees to immediately notify parents in writing if a child displays gender nonconformity. Fuck you. Oh, my God. Can you believe these archaic scumbags these waste of human dna archaic throwbacks to uh, it's not even the gilded age ghost of the gilded age this is the ghost of the goddamn neanderthal caves you have to immediately notify parents in writing if a child displays gender nonconformity. well there goes the pee pee police again Whee! A child is, a little boy is playing with a doll. Me, me, me. A little boy wanted to bake something in the Easy Bake Oven. Me, me. A little girl wanted to play uh, with the army truck. Me, me. Gosh, yeah, um, God, I hate them. Do you realize that? That I hate them? And what does that do? And I know. See, when I was a little girl, I was a tomboy. I played with boys. I played with... I played sports. I don't play fucking dolls. My mother gave me dolls. She wanted me to be a girl. She gave me dolls. I cut the heads off of the dolls. And I played haunted Barbies. When Ken showed up at the door, the Barbie dream house door, Barbie's head answered the door and said, come in. It was a horror. It was a scene of carnage in the Barbie dream house. It wasn't for me. I didn't do, I didn't want to play with dolls. It wasn't up, it wasn't my thing. My sister did. She liked that. But that's, I remember when I was in kindergarten, I have this memory of them making me play with dolls, with little baby dolls. And I didn't know what the hell. They were like, here, go get a doll. You can't play with, I wanted to play with the blocks. Okay. I wanted to fucking build something with the blocks. All right, sue me. Sue me, I have a vagina. What do you want? And they took me away from the blocks. I remember this. And they made me sit with the girls and hold a baby doll. Okay? Except at this time, since this was the, I guess, 70s, and they had no more white baby dolls, so I had a little black baby doll. I wish I had a picture of that. And a bunch of girls. You know, it was all white girls. I lived in a pretty, in an all white neighborhood. So, but they had one 
black baby doll if ever there was a black child that probably never they're probably still waiting for one to enroll at PS8 on Staten Island but and I remember sitting there in a circle we had to form a circle and everyone had to have their babies and I had my little black baby doll and I was just like okay this is what we're doing now and I was looking around like the fuck is this but it didn't what did it do to me nothing it made me feel like shit that's what happened made me feel like something wrong with me I always felt out so it didn't make me wanna what play with dolls or become more girly my mother tried that all the time buying me dresses I was just I mean I'm not trans I was just a tomboy but I'm I get it in that way. But it doesn't, what does it do? It just makes you feel like shit. It makes kids feel like they're f- effed up and wrong. And especially, I can't imagine when I think about someone who's trans, that difficult road made even more difficult because of the filthy, disgusting pricks who uh, put up all kinds of roadblocks and do nothing to uh, spread, to to shed light on any situation. All they do is sow ignorance, fear, division, suspicion, hatred against targeted minority groups. And what are these families now left? What are they going to do? These young trans kids... The only thing keeping them alive, and I won't say the only thing keeping them alive, the only thing that I can't, you know, can't speak for everyone, but there's a high incidence of attempted suicide, at least, in uh, the trans youth. Because look where the fuck they live. Everywhere you turn. Not only are you... Are you, you have a a challenge being born into, in a, into a body that's not, uh, you don't, it's not aligned with your, who you are, then you got to have these effing monsters. And that's what it is. You, the monsters, because they know better. That's the thing. The Republicans know. They know that it's none of their business. They know that they're hurting people. But they also know that tickling the bigoted funny bones of their their horrible, ugly monster base is going to help. It's going to work out for them somehow. They're going to get some votes. Who? They got the monster vote. Locked up. Who's going to get the monster vote if they don't? Well, wouldn't it be great in a, in a more perfect world if it's the people in the positions of authority that have people's ears and they have the power to legislate, that they would use that power and that bully pulpit to shed light on a situation, to... If some, if they have a bunch of ignorant assholes in their constituency, that they could use their 
platform to educate the ignorant assholes. Say, no, 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 honey. It's none of our business what's going on in a family. If they have a trans child and they're, they're dealing with their trans child, they have medical help and as a family trying to help this trans child, that's none of our, that's not government's business. That's not our place. Who is your small government now, Republican? Really? And that's what's another thing that's so, so tedious about the Republicans. Not that, it's not just that everything they warn of us never comes to fruition. It's also th this, this stuff. That they, everything that they, uh, whatever, what was I saying? I forgot what I was saying. It went out of my head. It'll come back in a second. Because I'm getting distracted. All right, guys, haiku. Thank you for your super chat. Thank you. Thank you, Jim, for your super chat. And thank you, Richard W. Another great show. Tara, thank you. Thank you for your soup chat. More such proposals are sure to follow as Republicans indulge the moral panic about trans identity. Hoping to reap the benefits, once again, of forcing Democrats to defend the civil rights of a small community that lacks the numbers to outvote them. And there you go again, right? There they go again. We should all be in the business of defending the rights, the civil rights of a small community that lacks the numbers to outvote them. That should be the business of every American and every patriot. We should all be the champions of the oppressed minority. And if you're not, you're, you're part of the problem. If you're, the, if you're a, a dumb fucker who's out there going... Well, God created Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Or I'm identify like these, like uh, Huckster Mike Huckster I am, a, I'm identifying as Chinese. God, you're on the wrong side again. How do they think that they're good people? I often wonder this. Like Mike Huckabee. How do you think that you really are a good person? And how do you think that you're not a hypocrite? When, uh, when they go on about small government and then they go around and do this? There's nothing small about them. The, the only thing small about their government is they are small people. Maybe that's what they mean when they talk about small government. They, oh yeah, that's it, actually. It's actually, it's metaphorically small. Like small humans, small-minded, small souls, small human. That's it. I like that. Small gut, Republican, small government. I'm going to write that article. Let me see. I'm just writing it down. Small. I have to write two articles. One was about that. Now, okay, one is small government, Republican, small, quote-unquote, government. And the other one is Republican fears that never come to fruition. 
which means everything. I, that could not just be an article. That could be a book of, of many volumes. Republican fears never coming to fruition. Just writing it down. Oh, look, everybody. Look who it is. Come on. Ah! Ah! I just dropped something on my foot. Ow. That fucking hurt. Damn, that hurt. Come on. I have another computer down here, and I fell on my foot. Oh, my God. Pain lets me know I'm still alive. What was the other thing I wanted to say? Ow. It really does hurt. Get up here. I think it's a bruise. Come on. Come on. Come on. Tara Jr., Ow, fuck. Ow. All right, stop. Pain, go away. I think I really fucked up my foot. <laughs> ow. Ow, ow, ow. That hurts. Distract me. Somebody super chat. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Get up here, cat. Get up here. Look at this cat. I need it right now. Ow! Don't fall. I just tried that. It it hurts. Ladies and gentlemen, Tara Jr. Jr. Yes, yes. All right. One more thing before we... Ow. It still hurts. I'm not kidding. I think I really... I really fucked my foot up. I did a number on my foot. Fuck. All right, I wanted to read this one other thing. Where is it? Matt Getz. Uh, just to get into... Ow. Hold on. Ow. I need... <laughs> that hurts. I'm sorry. I can't help it. I'm a human. Women detail drug use, sex, and payments after late night party with Matt Getz and others. <laughs> Oh, Jesus, help me. Jesus, take the wheel. The first thing some of the women were asked to do when they got to the house parties in the gated community in suburban Orlando was to put away their cell phones. According to two women in attendance who spoke to CNN in recent days, the men inside, who's a who's who of local Republican officials that often included Matt Getz, did not want the night's activities documented. The party-goers, yeah, I'll let you see, Tara, at times dressed in formal wear from a political event they had just left, mingled and shared drugs like cocaine and ecstasy, and some had sex. Get the bread. This is what goes on. You say they come from a Republican event, hobnobbing, with the billionaires and shit. And then they go into their eyes wide shut parties where they're doing cocaine and banging uh, strippers and, well, and also sex trafficking underage girls. Gets the brash Republican like to discuss politics, said one of the women. 
He became, oh God, if this doesn't sum him up, he behaved like a frat type of party boy, she said, sometimes taking pills she believed were recreational drugs. Details of the parties, which have not been previously reported, were described to CNN by two women who attended several of them over the past few years. Both spoke on condition of anonymity. Oh, they'll cry. Fake news, fake news. The behavior of Getz, until it all comes out, it'll be fake news. Except now we have the phone. That's yay. The behavior of Getz and the other high-powered men at the events and just patterns of digital payments that follows will likely be items of interest to the Justice Department. Federal investigators are examining whether Getz engaged in a relationship with a woman that uh, was 17 when it began, according to people familiar, blah, 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 with the investigation. The investigators have pursued allegations from witnesses and other evidence that Getz may have used cash and drugs in his dealings with the young women. After some parties, money would change hands. According to receipts reviewed by CNN, Getz and his associates, Joan, Joel Greenberg, the former tax commissioner, inducted oh inducted and i can't talk i know indicted last year on multiple federal charges used digital payment applications to send hundreds of dollars to at least one woman who attended the party the receipts reviewed by cnn took place between 2018 and 2019 one of the women said she received money from greenberg after some of the parties and said that some of the payments were for providing sex. Isn't that lovely? But she would not say who she slept with. She did say she never received money directly from Getz. Some of the parties were more low-key affairs. Some took place in hotel suites at the end of alcohol-filled political functions. You see what they're doing? This is why they're in politics, and it also proves me... Right again, this another reason why it's another example. Republicans do not get into government for altruism. They're not in government to to serve the people. They're in government to serve themselves. Period. 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 And that includes they they serve themselves by serving the uh, th- those higher up on the ladder. That's serving themselves. Because it, it, it trickles down. It trickles down into them. That's why they don't care about anybody else but themselves. That's why they'll throw anybody under the bus. Any group, any targeted minority group, any any uh, group that needs help. Not targeting. But they what? They're not in there. They'll throw their own mothers down a flight of steps. If it keeps them in power, they love it. Look at it. They get to get on TV. To, they get to pretend to be victims and write books and whine and have a lot of attention. And then they go uh, get to have secret hotel meetings with, with prostitutes. And have, dr- I mean, it's like, this is you don't see this happening in the Bernie Sanders campaign. You understand? Not just because he's an old man. It wouldn't happen when he was a young man. Because some people are actually in it for altruism. 
Some are just scumbags who found, like Trump, who finally, who found the, the most lucrative grift of their lives. This broken ass system. And that's why they're, they're never going to let go. They'll throw any, any targeted minority group under a bus. And we all know that if this were another time, if this were 1935 Germany, we know who they'd be throwing under the bus. Jesus Christ. Let me lower that. That's just my sound cues to... Oh, God, help us. According to people familiar with the investigation, authorities have spoken with some women involved with the congressman and a close friend. Blah, blah, blah. One of the women said she did so in part because the picture of Getz as a potentially connected to sex trafficking that has emerged, she said, does not align with what she saw. Both women said they never saw anyone at the party who appeared to be underage. Well, doesn't mean... It didn't happen. It's not necessarily... Um, did Matt Getz bang a 17-year-old? And I shouldn't use that term when it comes to this. Because it was a 17-year-old. So it's, it's statutory rape. But he uh, not necessarily did this in front of a party of people. Okay. Getz has denied ever paying for sex. Ugh. Just thinking of him having sex. Ugh. That wolf gang face panting all over you. Ugh. That disgusting wolf boy. That white privileged little prick. I wonder if he whines during sex. As much as he whines during daily life. Ugh. Well, the frat boy certainly sums him up. That's what he... That's the vibe you get. And he doesn't prove me wrong. He's the one showing pictures of naked women on the, on the house floor. Who does that? But what grown man does that and keeps their job? Well, anyway. All right, my friends, my friends, where are you? I want to thank everybody for hanging out. <laughs> A wagasm. <laughs> Paradou. Ugh. That's right. Richard W. on the chat. Matt Getz and Don Jr. can only get friends with drugs and money. That's right. Who would endure them otherwise? They have to be equally boring, equally scumbaggish, and uh, they're got to be some kind of low, low brow bottom feeder to be hanging out with them. All right, guys, guys, guys. Remember, I want to thank everyone for your support. And your patronage, patreon.com slash taradevlin. Thank you, John, for tonight, for sponsoring tonight's show with your incredibly generous patronage and everyone else for being here. 
Thank you. Let's uh, do it again very soon. Yes, Stephanie on the chat. Republicans are sociopaths. Yes. That's right. They really, 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 really are. And we're that's why we're here. To call them out. And to bring back humanity. Bring humanity back to the United States. All right. Listen, guys, I'm trying to think when... I don't know if I could do a show tomorrow. I will try. I will try. I'm trying to do as many shows as possible. Whenever. But in order to do that, you got to remember, like I say, besides everything else, you got to remember... We need a daily show at a set time, but that will only come when we get enough patrons and we got some, we got a ways to go. So share the show, like, and share the show with your friends, hit the notification bell, all that shit. Thank you all. I don't know. That's all I can say is thank you. My foot still hurts. I think I have to go put ice on it because I really I think I got a big bruise. A computer fell on my foot. And you know, just at a spot that hurt the most. Listen, listen, listen. Thank you, White Rabbit. Great show, Tara. Good night. Thank you, White Rabbit. I appreciate that. How about Saturday? Of course we'll have Saturday, Jim. That's a given. But I mean during the week. So Saturday will be another 8 o'clock show. All right. I got to go lay down. My fucking foot is killing me. I really think I did something bad. And I'm almost afraid to take my sock off because it's probably a big bruise. I don't think it's broken, of course, because I can still stand on it, but it hurts. So I'm going to go lay down, put my foot up and some ice on it. And sometime, what do I do? What did I, I watched The Handmaid's Tale yesterday. Yeah. In the evening. I don't know why I did that. Well, the new Handmaid's Tale is coming out. And I want, I'm want i looking forward to that. I like to see that. But maybe I'll watch the Handmaid's Tale. Even though Elizabeth Moss is a Scientologist. That's very disappointing. Whatever. I guess she's, she's entitled. But that's another... That's a cult. That's a sick, sick cult. And that's it. All right, guys. What else? Anybody else got any good TV shows you want to recommend? That's what I like to do sometimes. I I just, when I, I don't really sit around watching television. I can't. I don't have the time. But I like to escape sometimes. Who doesn't? I wish there was some. And I like, most of all, I like, history shows but I've exhausted all of the good history shows I've watched them all I feel unless what's this can't you just follow MTG what's that Marjorie Taylor Greene I might I'm in season two of Handmaid I know having trouble getting into it Bob Johnson said it is it gets slow at times, it's hard. It's a tough one sometimes. But it's this season, 
I'm looking forward to it because it's when they fight back. <laughs> into the storm? Oh, Q, Into the Storm. Yes, I did watch that, White Rabbit. I didn't watch the last episode. I only watched the first. I, I, not that I won't watch the last one, but I will. I only got two in. Succession season three, Paradu. Hmm. Oh, f <laughs> fuck MTG. Errol Thomas says, Jim says, yes, she's a handmaiden. She is. She's Aunt, well, that's Aunt Lydia. That was Sarah Huxtabee Sanders. People were calling her Aunt Lydia. She's definitely an Aunt Lydia. That's what's so frightening. It's just frightening. You know what else I was watching? There's, I, I don't remember. It was one of the million Nazi documentaries. Uh, there was something on, was it on HBO? Not HBO. It was on Netflix. It was called Berlin, 1945. It's very interesting, but it's all um, ac actual old footage from Berlin in 1945. It's three episodes, and it goes into the people and the uh, more detail and some of the footage. You, sometimes if you watch all these Nazi documentaries, you see the same footage, but I haven't seen uh, this. They, they use a lot of footage I haven't seen. I guess they were able to find or get footage from people's home movies and whatnot. It's, uh, it's frightening because it's, you know, human beings haven't changed. They talk about how, uh, the city in the city of Berlin, how there were many homes that were, um, housing or hiding, I should say, not housing, hiding, Jewish neighbors, which is not just, you know, I mean, it was, it happened. And why am I bringing this up? Anyway, huh, it was a, it was a good, good documentary, whatever. I don't know. All right, guys, guys, <laughs> 90 day fiance, my guilty pleasure. Well, we all need them. What do I watch my guilty pleasure? Do I have one of them? Oh, I like, well, I like impractical jokers. I like that show. That's funny as hell. Right. All right, guys, 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 guys. You're the best. What's this? Wait, wait, White Rabbit. It is good. Watch a few people reaction to it. Can't wait to get Tara's take. What? What's good? White Rabbit. Oh, Q. Q, Into the Storm. All right, guys, guys. I got to go lay down. And look at Tara Jr. Jr. He's the best. Isn't he good? You being good? How's Ray? How's Ray being? Is he being good to you? They've been getting better. Yes, I got to go ice that foot. enjoy listen guys i will try we'll try we'll try that's all i can say i do what i can we'll see what happens somebody become a patron at patreon.com slash tara devlin that'll be nice give the show a good review on itunes thank you john for tonight's show and thank you all 
every single one of you guys for being here and for giving me hope because we will win. You know it. We will win. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. My name is Tara Devlin. We stick together. We win. And I'll see you very soon.